What's going on, everybody? This is the Good Father Brand Podcast once again. Glad to hear from y'all again. Um, this episode, I'm going to talk about co-parenting. Um, that's a that's a thing that isn't really too discussed about, and is you know what I'm saying like a detailed form. First of all, co-parenting is basically people that are parents that are not together i.e. unmarried parents that have children together and they're trying to have a relationship and create balance although they ain't together. They're creating balance for the child although they ain't together. That's co-parenting in a nutshell. There's a lot of communication, a lot of effort, a lot of work because at the end of the day, y'all got a child or children together. So y'all supposed to be a team. So it's a few things that came to mind when I thought about co-parenting and one thing is that is to have an overall focus and the ultimate success for a child is for having two loving parents that are involved in the lives of the children even if they live with one parent the child could be successful if they have two active parents I don't like that stereotype of if a, a child don't grow up in a two-parent household, they won't be successful. That's not necessarily true. That has been debunked throughout, you know, throughout time. But traditionalism makes us hold on to that fact that you have to have a two-parent household. This is why you see unhappy parents. And they're unhappy with each other, but they just stay for the kids because they, they, don't, they don't want to reinforce the stereotype that child... They feel like the child will be the most successful. They just deal with each other and tolerate each other. So they're more like roommates than actual parent. Then They're roommates than actually being a couple, all because of the benefit of that child. But you're, you're actually stifling the child if you do that because they're going to see, they're going to notice it. They're going to see what you're doing. They're going to see what's going on. Also, have a plan. You got to have a plan when it comes to co-parenting, like planning um time with each other planning um you know child care pick up and drop off stuff um if the child is in extracurricular activities you have to plan that um education health care work as a team and plan on who's doing what assign roles assign who's going to do what and that goes with also with communication i think communicating well effectively with the other person is going to benefit in the long run because if you don't communicate that's going to be a recipe for disaster and it doesn't have to be in front of your kids it can be outside of being around your kids because your kids don't need in that scenario your kids don't need to know everything with that because you're setting up the best situation for them they ain't got to know every single detail of what you do so um, another thing is consistency. You should be consistent and strive for consistency for each household that the child or children are in. And children have to have a routine. Um, I call it the normal. They have to participate in their normal. If their normal is stepped outside of that, that's going to be problems in the long run. There's going to be issues. So you have to work together to be consistent in the child's schedule and routine as much as possible. I know emergencies and things like that happen, but you still need to remain consistent in a child's life because the child is going to remember 
all of the inconsistent stuff. They're going to remember all those times that you weren't inconsistent, that you were not consistent. And and examples of consistency is bedtime rituals, waking up, um, when the, what time the kids do their homework, what time they eat, um, what time they watch TV, consequences of when they get in trouble. I've seen per household one, um, you can get away with one thing, but you can't get away with another at the other house. I feel like the rules should be predominantly the same per household. I know that can be difficult because you don't want to feel like they shouldn't dictate what they do in my house. And a lot of people have different tolerance levels. But I feel like with communication and also working as a team, you have to have the same level of when it comes to punishment and being grounded in, you know what I'm saying, the things of that nature. Um, being respectful because um, they're going to witness the toxic stuff. If you don't get them out of noticing that toxic behavior, you're teaching them that that's going to be normal. So when they get into relationships and when they get partners and when they have a family, they're going to think that fussing and fighting and name calling is normal. So you have to show respect towards the other parent. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to be completely perfect because things never are. Things never are perfect. So never do it in front of the kids. Don't do any of that stuff because they're going to pick that up. They're going to pick up that type of behavior. So, and, you know, just examples like, you know, just refer to your child's, you know, to the, to the other parent, say their mother or their father, don't say baby mama, don't say baby father, don't say ex, words are important. Um, don't ignore your co, don't ignore the other parent with school events and stuff like that, or y'all at opposite sides of the room. Y'all ain't got to be like dead near each other, but y'all need to be in someone in the vicinity. At the end of the day, y'all a team. Um, don't use your children as um, as like as the messenger. Don't use them as uh, text messaging. Don't use them as uh, in between. Anything y'all need to talk about need to be between y'all two. Don't let the child be the in between. Don't use the child as a pawn either, because that happens a whole lot also. So. And also, don't use the child as a spy. You see that a whole lot. You, you, the child is basically being intuitive and noticing all of this stuff. And sometimes the parent will be like, hey, let me know what he's doing there and report it back to me. And that's unfair for that child. Don't put, the, don't put that child in that compromising position of being a spy. Like, this ain't, like, whatever that person has going on in their house, Predominantly is their business if it if if it is not their business if it doesn't involve the child. If it doesn't involve the child and their growth and their development, anything outside of that is none of your doggone business. So you ain't got the right to create no uh, make the child a spy and you um, you telling them about you want the child to report about their personal life and what they do and what they evolved in and what they do inside the house. And you know, um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, but that, that's pretty much it. Like, um, with co-parenting, it, I can, it, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. It's not something that's going to be easy, but I feel like with the right communication and the right team and, and realizing the bigger mission and don't let personal feelings get involved, I feel like things can be better when it comes to that. So, 
that's it. That's all I have. Thank you for listening to the Good Father Brand Podcast. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy. Peace.